This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is in Lunishma Yehudia and Chana Batadel, successor of Shemayim with the Sheva Nabaka, the Ubin Lesheva Emmet, Lesheva Sheva Lesheva Renamakovatovasha, anonymous in the merit of a safe and healthy pregnant pre- pregnancies for Ayala Batsara, Sari Menu, and Das Hatzacha for Hanan Shlomo Ben Chaya Fagel. Rachel Brown Jewelry, successor of her, her, her company, and also, God willing, please share and rate the podcast. Today's class is a little PG 13, but it's extremely needed. Um, I think this awareness has to come out. I want to talk about very, very, a lot about relationships and, and how to really optimize relationships. Today also happens to be the yurt site of the holy Babasali. <clears throat> Babasali, in Hebrew, the word Babasali, master of prayer. We know that people walked into the Babasali with, with illnesses. People, certain people couldn't walk. They came out walking. I mean, there's, there's so many miracles about the Babasali. Babasali was above nature and time. Um, and that's the power of the tzaddikim. And we, what, what makes, is it the Iraq? You know, he used to give people, you know, here, take this Iraq and you'll be able to heal. Is it the, the, the Iraq itself that, that's healing? Or, or is it the power of belief? So when you walk into the, the when, you, when people walked into the Babasali, their, their beliefs changed. So, you know, Lahavdil, I should give this example at all. You know, if you hired, you know, if you had to go get a doctor who's the t- top doctor from Switzerland mm-hmm. and you had to fly him in and spend 10 grand to fly him in so he could do an op- a surgery on you on a specific thing and you know he's the number one in the world, your beliefs of healing is going to change. So the same thing, is it the Babasali? That, that he, it's the power of our beliefs. So they can awaken our beliefs. So they'll awaken the new belief. Faith created the miracle. I mean, the recipient have, had to have a new belief. So you can see why when we go to tzaddikim, when we go to get blessings, it's really the power and the belief that causes it. And that's what the, Iraq, the, uh, the Baba Sali, he put it in, you know, he could have put, give it to you or anything. Here, take this napkin, put it in your head, you'll be clear. It's because the person believed in it. And all problems come when we don't believe in it. All right, so back to, um, back to the Mantra Shvat, which represents the Ketorit. Again, we, we're speaking in this context concept of Ketoret, which is the concept of 11, right? We're almost at the end of the year. And what is the concept of, according to, if you follow the, the Nisan, what is the concept of Ketoret? The purpose of Ketoret, again, is to bring sadness and, ele- and make that sadness into joy. Drag the sadness into joy. This has been the realm of theme that we constantly go through. Taking the situation, whatever is, whatever is happening in your life, and taking that situation and elevating it to good. That is what the Ketorah is all about. The Ketorah were served with 10 spices, 11 spices. 10 of them were perfect. The, the 11th one smelled horrible. The 11th one had to be dragged in to the, uh, the... The last one had to be dragged in to make it 11. The concept of being that we don't... We don't, we don't our, our, our purpose in life is not to push away darkness. It's to turn the darkness into light. It's extremely important that you understand that concept. It's not to push away darkness. It's not to avoid it. It's not to take a substance to avoid darkness. It's not to push it away. 
because the more you push away something, the deeper it goes, and it, and, and it doesn't get elevated. The purpose of our life is to really to elevate darkness, to bring it back to light. This is what, this is what a tikkun is, right? To rectify, to elevate, etc. So we're going to talk about this concept today. And relating relations. Relations is the big issue with everybody. Relationships, uh, marriage, it, there's, there's no question that this is one of the things. And, and it's extremely important. Again, we're, I'm learning with you, of course. Um, it's extremely important that you have to understand that you will never be happy. If the husband's just happy and the wife is not happy, the whole team has to win. It's a, it's a united soul. The same thing when your intention is, when you're going to, to date and you're dating somebody and, and your intention is, again, just to get, just to get, just to get. What am I getting out of this? This is where usually all the problems begin because we are not, we're not givers. So this is extremely important that we know there's specific roles of the husband and the wife and specific roles that when, you, when, you're date, when you're not married yet, hey, what should, I, what should I strive for? What should I strive for? What's happening in my life that I'm not receiving? Why am I not receiving? Always, usually, I'm not receiving because there's a, there's a blockage in the giving. And that's rooted in fear, etc., etc. So I want to give you an example from this, from Rab Nathan. And we want to relate it to um, a chapter in, in, in Rab Nathan from the, um, the Anatomy of the Soul. So he starts by saying, Rab Nachman teaches that the, the, teaches that the desire for marital relationships begin in the mind. And it's crucial that, our, that the mind is connected to, to God while a person is having relationships. This enables to, to draw down pure, illuminated souls. A couple can arouse these ele- elevated source by the realm of thought. A marital union usually begins with three things. It begins with embracing, kissing, and the zivug itself, and the, and the relationship itself. And this mirrors the upper world. The also, this exactly mirrors what's happening. It's extremely important that Adam knew Chava. Adam knew. Knowing is the concept of relations. Pretty much whenever you're having relations with your wife, etc., you're getting, you're pretty much transferring your dot, your consciousness to her. Whatever's in your head, it gets transferred through the act of, of, of relations. So a lot of times they, you know, imagine if you're, you know, software, you're on, you know, your software's, at, you have like a, an Apple 9 phone, and your wife's on an Apple 13. So she's, she's getting lack of light. The responsibility is that the man should have the build himself with confidence and build himself to become a giver. And she will receive. And what she receives shines back to him. Rav Nachman's telling us when a couple engages in the act of sexual intimacy... They are literally bonding themselves together. Do you hear the word bonding? Or I want to get with her. <laughs> There's a difference between getting and bonding. Right? Sexual relationships is not a place for you to, to, to... You know, most people, if sexual relationships is not used the right way, it's only used as, a, as for the man to remove... To, to basically... To, to use it as his frustrations. That means you could see masturbation, all of this garbage that's happening today that's causing so much destruction, it's because the man is using, he's not, he's not bonding. He doesn't have a desire to bond, he has a desire to get. And because he has a desire to get, he becomes a taker, not a giver. And this causes a tremendous disruption in the heavenly realm and causes at the end of the day, what do you get? Nothing but darkness. 
So when a person is going to have relations with a girl, he has no intentions of marrying, he has no intentions of giving, usually the end result would be, an, you would feel, you're going to feel off, you're going to feel shame, you're going to feel etc. Why? Because the desire is to be bonded to the soul. Okay? And this is why, look what he's saying here. Just as anybody would be disgusted to relate sexually to a person who's physically repulsive to him, right? Physically repulsive to a person. You would never have relationships with someone who's physically repulsive. So too your soul feels disgusted when you're connected to somebody spiritually repulsive. So imagine the guy's doing what he's watching, etc., etc. There's the soul is repulsive. The person could be good looking, he could be rich, but the soul is repulsive. So what happens after the relationships? You feel disgusted, you feel off. It's because the transfer of union was done in a repulsive way. I'm just stating the facts. I'm not here. I'm just like, I'm not a rabbi. Just telling you, this is the area of life where, I, where, where how many times when I'm sitting there in a singles class and I don't talk about this, it's like talking about the elephant in the room that, isn't, that you're wasting your time. I, I'm, I, we're, we're, I'm here to get results. I'm not here to get Instagram likes or I couldn't care less. I'm here to get results. If you like it, you don't like it, it's up to you. I'm not, we're not here to people please at this point in our lives. We need results. That's my whole goal. What do we need to do to get results? What do we need to do to get down the aisle? What do we need to do to break these walls? What do we need to do? That's the bottom line. Everything else with that is just a bubba misa, pretty much. We all have issues in our lives. We all have issues in our lives that we're struggling. It's okay. Tell your creator, creator of the world, I'm struggling with this. I'm not justifying this. You see, there's a very good difference. I'm not succeeding in this. I have a Yetzirah, but don't justify it. The justification is, is where you, everything goes to, you know what? You understand? If you have an issue in your life, don't justify it. Tell your creator. Talk to him about the struggle. Talk to him how you want to change. Talk to him. I, this is not my, my true self, but I can't, I can't do it myself. Help me. It's extremely important, that approach. Because if the approach is justification, everybody else does it, you're basically, you know, yeah, just because everybody else jumps off a building, should you also? No. But people are spiritually jumping off a building. And this is where when there's bonding, there's a zivug, just like everything else, guys. Just like everything else in life. If there's kavana, if there's intention, what happens is, there's a, anytime there's a, a pairing in heaven, there's a pairing, there's an intention. If the intention is good, that means the mind and the heart are there, then that causes a shefa. That causes a shefa. Shefa of what? A shefa of happiness. Shefa of light. Shefa of peace. When you say you have shalom bayit, you have a shefa of peace in your house. That's created by a specific, by, by a union between two people. Okay? But if the intention is only to become self-centered and to release your sexual frustration, your sadness, to go to a place to escape, not only does not help you rectify it, but it actually causes the opposite effect. It goes against you, okay? Just giving you a, 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 that's the first part of this class. The second part, Rav Nachman also tells us in lesson 87, that how is it possible for you to actually lose your soulmate? How is it, how is it possible a person's soulmate to run away from him? Rav Nachman says, through the blemish of sexual impurity, Primarily the concept of the derech, the way. The, the way is 224. 
224, when we say the way, the way, that means the way, the derech. Pretty much the law of attraction is to the extent that, that the male purifies his eyes and gives attention to his wife, he is now shining the light into her. Because he's shining the light into her, then he gets, she follows him. This is why happy, happy wife, happy life. This is why when your wife is not number one, everything else goes, goes to the toilet. Why? Because she needs that. God purposely made her to be dependent upon man, to rely on him. That's the curse they got. Actually, it's a curse. To that she, is, she has to rely on man. She's connected to man. I don't care what feminist movement you want to open. Those are the rules of creation. Whatever you want to open, feminist, I couldn't care less. Do what you want. But at the end of the day, you're going to get a, nothing but a zero at the end. The curse of man was that he should make his living with, with sorrow and sadness. That's the curse we got. Their curse is they have to be relying upon a man. Now, Rabbi Rusha says something very nice, measure for measure. If you are nice to your wife and, you're, and, you, and you shine into her lights and you remove that burden of being, um, you know, dependent, etc., then God burdens the, the curse of you having to make a living with hardship. So measure for measure, that's another way. You remove her curse, he removes your curse. So there is a tremendous concept of happy wife, happy life, Money comes from the wife because this concept of I removed your curse, now God has to remove my curse. So there's always, it's not like you always get, even if your intention is when you give, even if your intention is not to get, but you end up getting. You end up getting. All the time, by the way. So Rabbi Nachman tells us, for, his, for a wife is called the derech, as it says in the teachings, but there's another derech, there's a derech of a promiscuous woman. The rule is the blemish primarily of the derech, that means if, when a person is, is focusing on um, another woman, another situation, another thing, that causes his wife to be distanced from him. Right? And occasionally, as a result of this blemish, it's possible to lose one zivug. So what happens, let's say I'm 35, 36 years old, I've been hooking up with girls my whole life, and now I want to get married. What do you think it's going to look, what, what's that going to look like? It's pretty much going to look like a guy who's never trained in his life, going to a, 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 going to a boot camp on uh, cross-training. It's going to look like a disaster. He's not going to be able to breathe. He's going to be knocked out of the game. Why? Because he's not in shape. He's not in shape. So what's going to happen? He's going he's to not understand why he can't do it. He's not in shape. The same concept. So when we start to repair, anytime we start to repair something, there's a price in heaven called mishpat. That means there's a lot of years you didn't repair, repair it. But now you want to repair it. So what are we going to do with the 10 years of compounded interest of judgment? So what do we need to pay a price for it? And that price could usually be class on humility. If you take that price the right way, then you get pretty much 10 cents on the dollar of what that price should have been. You're only paying 10 cents on the dollar. Just giving you guys analogies so you can understand. This is why it's extremely important that the first year, if a guy's screwing around and he's, and he's, again, excuse my French, but if a guy's promiscuous and finally gets married, he decides to get married, what happens? The first year will probably be very rocky. It'll be very rocky. It'll be a rocky year. 
because there's a concept of what it, even though his intention was to do good. So this can cause a lot of confusion to a lot of people. You could say, listen, when I was in, you know, 35, I was getting massages on my feet. Now I want to get married to a Jewish girl. Everything's going backwards to me. I'm, I feel like I'm in Gaza. Yes, because there's a price for, for the, for the for, there's a price. There's a price for things and you have to be cleansed. You have to be, nothing is free in life, guys. You have to understand that. Nothing is free in life. There's a price. Now, you can reduce that judgment through the, uh, your attitude by saying, Toda, thank you, I deserve it. All these bishonot, I'll take it, besimcha. The more bishonot you go through, the more bis- embarrassment and cleansing, what that does is that that practically cleanses you quickly. Because anytime you go through an embarrassment, you go and you handle it correctly, your face goes from red to white. So that, that cleansing from red to white is a spiritual cleansing. You get like a, a blood transfusion. So that actually helps you rectify things. So you should know that just because you decide to get married, now you're 36, you decide to get married, and you, know, you, had, you had a nice run, you, there's a price for that run too. There's a price for that run too. The same thing with girls. Do you understand? You, you realize why the older we get, the more complicated things become? You understand? It's not just because I'm set in my ways. It's not just because I'm set in my ways and I like to be independent. No, there's a lot of, a lot of cleansing that, was not, that needs to be done. On both ends, by the way. On both ends. So this is why we think, well, what's the difference? No, there is a lot of cleansing that needs to be done. And if the attitude is good on both ends, then we're happy. Sometimes the cleansing happens to even before, before you even get into the relationship, before you get into the marriage. And the engagement becomes a disaster. All of these, all of these su- problems and suffering, if you really look at it, the only reason why it's done in heaven is just to cleanse you out. It's not to punish you. Our, our Creator has the highest level of mercy. But I have to cleanse you out. Pretty much, for example, if I want, you're training for the Olympics. If I put you in the Olympics and I don't train you the proper way and you lose and you get embarrassed in the Olympics, it's because you weren't trained properly. So the same thing, a creator cleanses us through all these things. So people need to understand that. There's a, there's a concept of, this is why when I got married really quick, because I'm like, listen, I know where, if I go, go find myself in Miami for two years, there'll, there'll be a price for those two years. And I will pay for it. <laughs> no, thank you. Been there, done that. So I didn't even go there <laughs> right away. I know that could make you go. And this is what's happening today. And we, we, write, we, write cute, we write all these cute uh, relationship quotes and this and that. There's a residual damage for that. I'm just telling you. But the minute you come back, you are helped, but you're also cleansed. It's really important to understand that. Why? Because God loves Israel, but God loves also Mishpat. Very simple. So Ramachman says, Unoccasionally, as a result of this blemish, it's possible to lose one zivug possible to lose your soulmate having turned around from his soulmate is difficult for him to find her and even if he finds her she will oppose him and not be inclined for what he wants why because he turned away from her and instead of shining into her this led to be wanting something different and thus he is not worthy she opposes him so gemara your mama 63e it basically says that now how do you fix this you fix this by being humble and rectifying yourself spiritually. That means you, you, 
the eyes have to be watched, the, this. And this is this, this area of Shovavim, that if we want better relationships, you have to be able to make your wife number one, not only physically number one, but also spiritually. She has to recognize that all, her, all the attention is going to her, not to another woman, not to another situation. So this is where today, we are, the, the world is full of sadness. Okay, the world is, if we don't have that, the world is full of sadness and promiscuity begins with sadness. And if we, this is why it's extremely important that when you are going through something, if you lose your faith and you get sad, you end up in the wrong places, you end up watching the wrong things, eventually it's gonna, it, it does affect, there's a spiritual effect on, on that itself. I sound like Andrew Huberman today, talking about the different departments of this situation. I'm just, I'm just giving you the rules. Now I'm going to get to the, to the, epi, the, the, the primary purpose of how important sexual relations are. Obviously, you have to be married. If you're, engaged, if you're not married and you're doing this, you, it's, it's premature. It's, the intention cannot be there because it's not done through... There has to be a physical responsibility. You know, unless you... You go look at a building. Imagine a guy, you know, he's looking at a building. He doesn't even have a contract on the building. And he's already repairing the building. You don't have a contract on the building. If you don't have a contract on the building, and you don't close on the building, you can't repair anything. <laughs> you cannot repair anything. You have to close on the, on the property first before you close. Trying to do things without repairing things, it's like doing things without a contract. Nothing's going to come out of it. When you sign a contract, Rav Nachman says in Lesson 7, with your wife, you're obligated. You're obligated, therefore, when a person girds himself to take responsibility for his wife, and he obligates to provide for her, that's what you're signing in the Chobah, as is stated. I guess nobody reads contracts, right? It doesn't it's seem... Yeah, nobody, nobody seems to, to read contracts. Even, even this one we don't even read. As he's granted a measure... What does he say in the contract? I will cherish, honor, and support. He is granted a measure of authority. This authority enables him to draw shefa, livelihood. So what happens is, is because he decided to take, sign the contract, and he, he made a deal on the contract to provide, to cherish, etc. What does he have to give her? He has to give her marital, marital relationships, food, etc., support. Because he did this and he took responsibility, signed the contract, that is what allows him to now arouse blessings from on high financially so that's why parnasa financial wealth come usually after the marriage not before because you you're finally now becoming a responsible etc incense and marriage turning sorrow into joy this is from parsha shmini where Nathan tells us something unbelievable he says nada vanavihu were the sons of Aaron, what did they do? They each took a colopan, they put it into fire, they placed the incense within, therein, and they offered an alien fire before God, which he had not commanded them. These two, Nadam, who were such on a high level, that they said, we are too good for marriage. We are too good for marriage. Why? Because if I'm going to go into marriage, I'm going to have to go stop, lower myself spiritually, go take care of kids, go take, be nice to my wives, leave my learning and etc. And what's the purpose? I'd rather be on a high level. Why should I even go risk the fall in the first place? Why should I have to go down to, to a person's level? 
Why should I be constrained? Why should I be told what to do? Why? Why? Because of that, they died. Okay? Listen to this. Rabbi Nachman emphasizes the constant need to be in a state of simcha, even to actually pursue the gloom and transform it into simcha. This, is what, this means that our joy must be so great that we could snatch the sorrow and turn it in sorrow and signing and turning into joy. Now, it is known that the power of sadness and depression is more greatly associated with the concept of woman. Even this is statistics, that women at a certain age, etc., they're more depressed than men. They are connected to some, the female, what he's saying here, they're, he's, they're connected to the sitra, the nukva, the feminine side of creation, which is bina. And bina represents the concept of strict and judgment. So a woman is more connected to bina, the left side, not the right side. The man is connected to the right side. Chachma, woman is connected to the left side. The left side, Kabbalistically, represents more of the judgment. Gevura is judgment. Bina is judgment, right? All the left side represents what? Fire. The right side represents water. The left hand represents fire. So you could see the women in general, they have this issue of needing dependency. They always need compliments. They always need kavod. They always need respect. They're, it's a need for them to be number one. Why? Because that's the way God made them. Thus, it states regarding the feminine side, her feet descend to death, to sadness, which is the aspect of that. Sadness is, a con- God forbid, this concept. It also states that her end is bitter, relating that I found a woman that's more bitter. So the sadness and depression, they're, they're, they have a bigger Yetzirah with sadness and depression. That's the bottom line. So you already know that it's normal. This is why, they, again, women want, they need to be spoken, they need to be heard, they need to be number one, they need to be complimented. They need, you know, clothing, constant clothing to change their mood. Muse. There's, there's a concept behind that. Okay? There's a concept. Whatever you want to do, switch sides. And, I don't know if that's going to solve the problem. This is a need. In contrast, simcha and happiness is more associated with the right side, which is a male which is connected to the sitra of the male side of creation. This finds it, so for example, if, you, if, ma- the, if the male had, does his thing and he has his connection with God, he should be besimcha. If he's happy, he can now become a giver. He can now get off from his head and go become a giver. But if he's not happy, now you got two problems. Because he cannot be a giver, she's not receiving, and you have a double whammy. Which is, then you have a double net because there's no light in the house. You understand? The man does not grow through confidence and, and strength and spirituality. What does he have to give? Nothing. Why? Because he's self he's not He can't give because he's self-centered. If a, if a player on a basketball team, the Russell Westbrook, right? It's 30, 40, 40 points a game, they'll lose it. You know, you have these cancerous pro players in teams. They, all they want to do is score. They have no intention of the team. You know, I think Kobe once said about there's no I in team, but there's a me in team. <laughs> there's no I in team, but there's a me. The whole team is no I in team, but there's a me. No, there's the whole concept. So if a male does his job, he's suppo- his job is to go lift his wife up in this area. 
Okay? And the area that, this is why it's so important. Do you understand how this is a very deep concept? There's only, the only way a male is going to be happy is if he has spiritual purity. Because if he's not happy with spiritual purity, then he's using his sexuality. Instead of using it to lift his wife, he's using it to escape, God forbid, with other situations. With porn. God, Do you understand? It brings so much of a problem. So you'll always hear what happened to this marriage. Four, five years, four kids, oh, they had a porn addiction. What happened to the children? You always hear that same, that same story. You hear the same story over and over again. Because if a man does not handle it, if he's not happy, and he does, and he uses forms of escapism, he will pay for it because now he can't not forget about himself. He can't become a giver, and if he can't give a giver, his wife is already in that state of sadness. She needs a lift. Who's going to lift it? So this is where he's saying here, through the through the mitzvah, he says a man is related. He's supposed to have he has kedushas of bread. This will his duty to procreate. To sanctify impurity. Through the mitzvah, a person can snatch away sadness and sorrow from his wife. So practically through sexual relations, if the intention is to give, you can make your wife happy in that area. And that's the area where you have to go, focus, and become the best that you can be just because that is an area where she can get and in, 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 she can be happy. And it's an area that, that is, it's, it's an area that needs work. Because sometimes people are too stiff, they're whatever, whatever. Uh, they've never been taught this. But it's an area that if your intention is not to give, you could actually make it the happiest or the same place could be so self-destructive. Also, we learned that a man is obligated to bring simcha with his wife in this mitz- marital relationships. So that's what he's saying. A man is obligated to bring his wife to simcha. Simcha, well, through sexual relationships, the proper way, you can bring your wife to a state of simcha. The holiness of this union is through simcha, which is the fundal aspect of the unification. This attains sweetening of, of sadness and brings her into happiness. So what did you do? You got out from your soul, whatever you learned, whatever you did, you became confident, etc. You went down from your head, you went down from your, and you... You came down into a constriction and you lifted your wife up by having relationships with her and thinking about her, etc., etc. And this is where the whole purpose is. This allows to understand why. Now, why did now why did Avihu die? It's because they didn't want to go through losing. They didn't want to depend on her. They didn't want to compliment. They didn't want to go through this. We just want to be where we want to be. We don't want to go down to that level. Because that level, remember, when I'm going down, and communicating with somebody. I have to get out of my head and go help somebody else. It's not even about me. It's about her. It's about the person. So this is extremely important. If you're married, this is an area as a, as a male, you have to get out of your horse and you have to, if your wife is struggling, you have to get out and connect to her wherever she's at. You can't say, I'm too religious for you. This is more important. This is that. Of course, you have to try, you follow the halacha. But if you're just doing religion, religion, and you don't see spirituality that you're that your spouse is struggling, that, that, and you're not reading the signs, then the spirituality, like, like none of it, will, will work. You won't, you'll, get ba- you'll get destroyed both ways. Because you're saying, I'm trying to do good, and I can't win either way. Having potential to turn the sorrow into, into joy is the essential, the incense. Just like the incense, the same thing. When you are making, when you are, the same thing, when you, my intention mm-hmm. is, to recognize, to lift. 
This is why to lift my wife, to lift your spouse, to lift, that is your main goal. You, we don't, it's not an equal playing ground. She's not born with the same simcha you are. And you're assuming, well, why are you not happy? Don't you have this, this, this? No, she needs something else. And it takes sometimes a lot of awareness to get to this understanding. And when you do that, when you make her happy, right? What happens? You're able now to create a union. And now you get what? Shefa. You get financial blessings. You get peace. You get etc. But you have to first go down from your level, connect to her level. You understand? And this is a, it's a nice story about the, the, the Balatanya. The Balatanya, there was a story, a famous story about the Balatanya, that it was the middle of Yom Kippur. He, he left, he, he, in the middle of Yom Kippur, in the middle of Amidah, he left the beam, he left the, chup, uh, the, the, the altar, he went down to go help a mother that her baby was crying. In the middle of Yom Kippur. So teachers, sometimes, even if you're a high, high level, what, he couldn't get somebody else to do it? You have to go down, the Balatanya did it, he, he had to go down all the way down to, that, to, 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 to help that person. I believe the story is the Balatanya. So the same thing with us. If we're not succeeding in this area, it's because we are too self-centered, we are too, my way, my religion, my things, my things. No, everybody has to win. And if the male is not taking responsibility by working on sanctifying himself, then you're going to struggle one way. Either you struggle with your eyes or you're going to struggle in Shalom Bayit. <laughs> the struggle is one way or the other. But if we understand, if I'm able to fight that struggle with my eyes and I'm able to not deal with these unfortunately uh, promiscuous w- women that seek to destroy relationships, then I'm going to win at home. I can't win both ways. You understand? And this is where when you're able to now be a giver, she now feels that connection. So when you're not, then she feels completely the, sh- the opposite. So it really starts with, a, it really, all of this is really, I hate to tell it to you, it's really the man's job, half of these things. When we blame the woman, really, it's, we're just getting a mirror effect. And also, when you're blaming your wife, you're blaming this, you're doing the same thing Adam did. Which is doing what? You're not appreciating because this is where you're getting the shefa from. And it's extremely, it's, it's, a, it's an eye-awakening class, definitely. That you have to recognize there's a reason why she's, she's more, she needs more kavod, she needs more honor than you. You're wired differently. You're wired differently and you have to go give it to her under every circumstance possible. Thank God we have this, because if you look at this as a logical, rational situation, and if you go to a therapist that's not, doesn't understand these needs on the spiritual realm, you can get completely lost. You can get the wrong advice. You understand? You will get the wrong advice. You understand? I mean, because they have no idea what Chachma, Bina, they have no direction. But at the end of the day, we all agree that all suffering is from that. I don't think any therapist is asking, hey, the guy, what are you watching during the day? Who are you talking to during the day? They don't see the reflection of the wife, etc. They have no idea of this. So you, you should, while you're single, instead of looking for stimulus packages, you should look for also spiritual packages. Because this, you could see what happened with all the stimulus money, it turned into inflation. <laughs> um, so you should look for spiritual packages. Because if that, that person has no spirituality, yes, he looks good, he has tons of money, but your soul is going to be disgusted from the relations. 
Okay, you can cover it up. You bought, you bought me a Birkin bag. You bought me this. It's still, it's not going to, it's filling out a, a hungry ghost. And a lot, I get a lot of resistance from, from girls practically that, no, uh, I don't, it's not, Shabbat's not for me, spirituality's no, not for me, I like tradition. Remember, you're going to get what he has in his, all you're going to get. And don't think, because physically you feel good. Spiritually, your soul feels everything. So, I'm not telling you to go marry a rabbi. <laughs> but you, you need a guy with confidence. You need a guy with spirituality. Because no spirituality, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? You're downloading the same dot. There's no dot. There's, you're downloading. So we, sometimes we think that we see, we're, a lot of the times, we are focusing too much on like the details of uh, he doesn't say this to that, she doesn't like that to that, or the engagement is broken because my mother-in-law doesn't like the flowers. These are all details that are really, really for me, from another problem. You understand? There's other problems that are causing these things. So again, if you're going to get married, you have to first become a man. Like if you, want, if, if you become a prince, the queen will come. Extremely important. As a man, you have to develop your potential. Then you have to become a giver. And then God will give you in return. The result is God will give you because you are now a, you are now a giver. And when you're a giver, you're mimicking Him. Again, women, they have to have patience with the guys. They have to also not have to run after too much kavod. They have to have, you know, you know, use their mouth properly. When the guy's struggling, nobody's perfect. It's progress, not perfection. So when the woman is just about perfection and the guy is in the process, that also could be, could be an issue. But she is more connected to sadness. And that's the way God made us. You want to file a class action lawsuit against God? Knock yourself out. But that's the way God made us. And if you stick to the basics and you understand, because the world is all crossed today. The, the, the dot today, the Nachman calls it, the chamber of exchanges. Right now, dot... Consciousness is so confused. Nobody knows who they want to be a male, they want to be a female. It's, it's completely, completely crossed. It's crossed. It's crossed. And, and I understand women, when they're not receiving, they want to become more feminine and they want to not become dependent upon man. That's not going to work either. It's not going to work either. Because you're going to be lonely at the end of the day. So you have to allow people to also give you. And just because you had relationships where people never gave you and you had fear doesn't mean another person cannot give you. We have to break all of these walls and we have to start building bridges. Another thing, don't assume, if your partner's struggling with something, don't assume that you know what he's thinking about. Explain to them. Guys need to be explained. We don't assume everything. It's another thing. There's so much, there's so much that we could all learn. And again, I, I, I learned this from conversations, etc. Life itself. And we can always get better, but at least you have to go back to basics. You know, at the end of the day, when I see things chaotic in, anywhere in life, you have to go back to basics. You have to go back to gratitude, to go back to humility, you have to go back to appreciation. What's my role in this? And that will help us tremendously. But, when, but if sexual relationships is not used as a vehicle to please the wife, it's using it only to please you, specifically in other ways, that is going to be a problem. She's going to feel the selfishness. She's not going to see the receiver. And I, I believe if we had, if you, the more you learn, the more spiritual you are, the happier you are, the more you can go lift her up. 
But if you're not happy, how could you live Torah? You're only self-centered. So this, this is really, really the root cause of a lot of, sh- a lot of schmutz. And you can't also be the guy like Nadav and Avihu to just stand and be by yourself and go learn all day and go pretend you're, you know, the, 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 the Baba Sali in the Himalayans. <laughs> That's not the option either. God wanted you to get married, leave your post, go down into her and lift her up. So that's another thing. If a person thinks I'm too holy to help, I'm too holy to do this, I'm too holy to, to clean dishes, I'm too holy. That also is not going to work for you either. So you have to really have the right balance. So Hashem help us all that we should, this, this class should to heal a lot of relationships. But remember, all suffering is a lack of dot. If we have dot, we have everything. If we don't have dot, we have absolutely nothing. Hashem help us all. Have a great day. Thank mm-hmm. you.